everybody. We are here. Today is somehow October already. That's right. We fell asleep. We woke up at the end of September. Thanks to Billy Joe Armstrong. And we are here, baby, October. And today I have a fantastic conversation with the Flamingos Pink from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, coming in. Uh, this is episode 74 overall. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Like I said, going to have a really good conversation with these guys. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Um, the first little song that you heard there at the beginning, uh, that was just a little snippet of I Don't Care. Uh, so I Don't Care was released as a single uh, that was out uh, was that in April, I believe. Um, and that, that was or that is now also part of the Free Living album that was released at the beginning of September as well, just, uh, just about a month ago. So make sure you check all of that out. And we're going to listen to that whole song here i don't care uh, in just a moment i do care about their music i do care greatly about the flamingos pink because as i said we had a great conversation um particularly about uh and i don't want to scare anybody away because i know that there's a, you know, like this cliche thing between sports and music and whatnot but we had a great connection about sports and playing team sports and the fact that these guys are kind of very much you know interested and involved in that thing as well and, and just a, a great connection there so you'll, you'll hear some of that as well uh, it's jules and sash of course i uh, got both of them with me um They've got a great relationship, and it's very, very apparent. Very, very apparent talking to them. Um, you know, I, I could go on and on, and I think you'll hear that, you know, going back to what we were saying about the team sports there. You'll hear all of that um, very, very evidently um, in the conversation there. Um, another thing to note as well before we get on uh, to the song there and then go over a few more things before we get into the full conversation, um, there is no longer a Midpark podcast Instagram. So this is you know, obviously relevant to what we've got going on today because we're uh, here in a podcast. Um, used to have that Instagram account, but it just – I wasn't doing much with it uh, other than really posting, hey, podcast is out today, which sucks because I probably could do more. But, man, I got a lot of shit going on and off as it is either here nor there. That is no longer active. However, <clears throat> excuse me, now active is Mid Park Music. That's right. Uh, I'm uh, M-I-D-P-A-R-K uh, Music. If you didn't know, that's how you pronounce Mid Park, obviously. But um, that is Mid Park Music, and that is specifically going to be something that I'm posting for local show dates. Um, I got a, I got a nice little plan there, so make sure you check that Instagram out as well. Um, either here nor there, though, this is not about me. This is about the Flamingos Pink again. Uh, Jules and Sash coming in with me from Montreal, Canada. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, first band from Montreal. Had a bunch, of course, from Ontario. Had one from Minna, uh, Min, what, Winnipeg, Manitoba. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, first one coming from the Quebec what do they call them there? Uh, province, right? Yeah, I hope I'm right. Uh, either here nor there, we're going to go ahead and listen to this whole song here. Um, and then we will be back after, uh, like I said, just to go over a few more things before we head into the full conversation. But like I said, this is I Don't Care. It was released as a single uh, in April of 2022. And it's also a part of the uh, Free Living album that was released just about a month ago here. This is the Flamingos Pink. We'll be back after the song. Trick me while you try to hide your fears I don't know why you're treating Acting we beyond your ears and Now you're pushing me Just a little to the test and Now I'm trying to fix The silly little mess you made Why you do it, move it, lose it, disappear And now I'm stuck behind you Wasting all my precious years It's 
stellar friggin rock and roll man um that's yeah i mean there's only two of them too and, and you'll hear us talk about that here in the conversation as well you know about uh, the fact that you know they don't have bass it's just them they just let it rip man and they do a hell of a job with it um i mean seriously this whole album is fucking awesome i excuse my friends but you'll hear some cuss words anyways there it's it's truly awesome um yeah so what else we got to go over um Thank you for your support, of course, as always. I haven't mentioned that is, uh, you know, quite yet. Uh, without all of those of you listening in and such, uh, this would not be possible at all. Literally not at all. None without the bands, without the community. We're continuing to grow here. It's fantastic. I'm so very thankful for all of you. And uh, I know that Jules and Sash here from Ingo's Pink are as well. Um, Make sure you check out a song summary. It's going to be a new uh, song summary up on midpark.com today. Actually, uh, a band, Airship Caravan, they got a new single out, Coffins. They uh, had hit me up about that, and I love it. Made uh, made a little review about it. Nice little song summary. So check that out. That'll be up on the uh, website as well. And, of course, check out the uh, the Midpark playlist, the new music playlist, which is up every single Friday. It's got 50 new tracks, at least, from indie bands all over the United States and Canada. Um, brand new songs. Uh, they're up there for two weeks at a time. Make sure you check that out. Again, that is brand new. It's up there. Uh, just updated, of course, yesterday, Friday the 30th, with all new songs from that date as well. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, got Rocktober. So Rocktober is a huge thing here that's going to be going on with Midpark. Uh, that's actually starting. The voting will be starting tomorrow, Sunday, October 2nd. And, yeah, it's going to be really awesome so essentially it's like a little tournament i got 60 60 freaking bands it's awesome how many were involved or how many you know were interested and want to be involved but 60 bands uh that uh, we're heading into a little tournament gonna have some fan voting via midpark.com all the details and everything are, are on the website and such but the winner you'll get 125 dollars sweetwater gift card a bunch of pr stuff a free epk kit uh, some merch purchased from midpark a lot of other stuff and second and third place get some stuff as well so make sure you check that out i'm really proud of that really excited for that whole thing um that's gonna be awesome yeah, but that is really it. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go ahead and listen to uh, 
Hello Bye Bye. So Hello Bye Bye is probably my favorite song uh, off of the uh, Flamingo's Pink Free Living album that was released in September 2nd of 2022. Um, Hello Bye Bye is a, it's a five-minute song. It makes you check that, uh, all of the, you know, the whole album, but that's uh, right in the middle of the album there. Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, and make sure you check out the Flamingo's Pink YouTube account as well. There's a, uh, I believe there's a... Uh, uh, music video for I don't care or free living or maybe both of them, uh, but definitely gonna you know gonna check that out. Make sure you check that out. All that'll be linked, of course, in the podcast description. But I'm gonna stop rambling on again, of course, uh, as I always do. Um, we're gonna head into the conversation with Sash and Jules, and that is that. Uh, well, first we're gonna listen to the song, and then we're gonna head into the full conversation. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we're gonna go ahead and listen to Hello Bye Bye, full song. Head into the full conversation. We'll be back after just to wrap up a few more things before I let you go into your full weekend. Thank you as always for tuning in.
right, here we are uh, with my guys Jules and Sash from the Flamingos Pink. Uh, and I have had, what, maybe 70 interviews with bands, number of interactions with bands in Canada. I believe this is the very first time I've got one from Montreal on. So welcome in, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so let's talk about that first, your, your location there and, uh, what's going on in the Montreal scene. I'm very curious. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know sh- shit about Montreal. I know I'm down here, in, in, <laughs> you know, just, just South of Cleveland, Ohio, uh, you know, down in the States. Uh, like I said, I've done a number of stuff with a lot of bands in, uh, Ontario, Toronto scene and whatnot. Um, but as far as Montreal and what you guys have going on there, I mean, what's the scene like, is it good? You have shows coming on? Is it? Yeah, tell me about um, it. Sometimes it feels like we stick out um, home, you know, it, it, sometimes because there's a, a language thing here. This is a French province. It's the only French province in Canada. And yeah, we're in- I did know that, actually. Yeah. So, um, it, it, you know, sometimes there's some weird tension between English and French, especially us being an English band. So what we've been doing, especially as of late, is doing one show a month in Ontario um, just to try to, A, get out of, you know, get out of Dodge, but also appeal to uh, a group of people where there's no language barrier, um, at least musically. And uh, we've got our first show in Montreal in September. uh, First in a while, first in a couple of months. So, I mean, we're we're stoked to see the scene here is, it feels like, it's switching. I went to go see a punk show under a, an overpass, and there were the, these kids playing uh, Nirvana covers. So I, it's it's I don't know what the scene is like here, really. <laughs> it's kind of a mess. it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Now, how far? Because uh, I know Canada's pretty spread out. How far is Ontario for you guys? So like Toronto. Six-hour drive. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. And it, right. it, I don't. It's not like you don't have to go through any specific like shit to go from one province to the other. Do you No, yeah. It's like, just it's like, like going interstate states to states. Yeah. That's also, cool. That's no, good. I'm a, I'm a dual citizen. So my, my dad is American. I'm American. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we're kind of from all over. So, uh, you know, in, in Montreal, I think we're, we're a weird breed here too. It's all right. Yeah, you stick out. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, uh, you know, have your own little slice of the pie, man. Um, that's cool. It's good to know. Um, I did know that, like I said, with Montreal, I had I, I had a friend in college who played basketball at the college that I went to. It was, was from Montreal. He spoke French. Um, what college did you yeah. go to? He went, I went to Cleveland State in Cleveland. So he came from Quebec to play basketball in Cleveland. Um, but like what he did there and I have no idea. Um, very cool. Uh, I want to read your Spotify bio. I think it's uh, really good. I was checking it out here before we hopped on. Um, I don't know who wrote it, but it's done well. Best friends, brothers, and bandmates, Montreal rock and roll disruptors, the flamingos pink do what they do best. Make good rock and roll music, uh, embracing the chaos that is life today. The flamingos pink regain control of their own music and their own destiny. The result is free living. This is the band's hardest rocking groove laden record to date and an anthem to living your life the way you want to think the New York dolls meets Iggy and the stooges, white stripes, the hive sound parting with the stones in the seventies, 
picture Wolf Alice and the kills dragging race, drag racing to ACDC, high def grittiness and perfect emotional vulnerability on a knife's edge. A special balance that occurs through the independent interdependence of two personalities rocking out in real time. Synergy and smiles, no fades, only hard cuts. Is that the first time you've ever had that? First time you've ever had that read off to you? Yeah, yes. man. I dig it. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I guess, man, tell me about that. Because, you know, we were just talking off the recording. Um, I asked if you guys were brothers. Sorry if you can hear my dog crying upstairs. Um, and you said you're not technically blood brothers, but your lives have been very intertwined and very much the same. Uh, so tell me all about that. Well, so our writing style is very much what we talk about between us and just the hardships, the good times, the bad times, the just having a space where you can ask questions or, or just kind of, observe your emotions and how you're feeling and why so and and then musically it's like an, an outlet where you just say really loud <laughs> how it is you're feeling without yeah. words so it's like it's it you're, you're really pumping out that energy and channeling whatever whatever it is that we're talking about then you know just putting it into into music um the i think the uh Free living, especially, has been based and written a lot between uh, Sash and I. For the first time, we kind of tried to write something that we we both related to, and how how do our stories relate to one another? That's I think where the brother thing really comes into play because we just try to find why why we connect and how we connect, and then how we feel about that. I don't know if that's any, if that's accurate to you mm-hmm. or. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me about a little bit of, and I appreciate that. I mean, that, I think that, you know, is, is very, we can, sure we could go on and on about that. You know, it's very deep. Um, in terms of the tangible parts of your life that are like super similar, I know you were saying you were his hall monitor or something like that. Right. Or how did you guys meet or come about? Yeah, well, Sasha started school at the school that I was working at, and that's how I knew him. And then he, you know, went on to play hockey. And, and... yeah, well, I was I was 12 years old when I first met Jules, um, and uh, and you know, I mean, time goes on, and uh, I eventually became a hall monitor as well. And Jules came back to that job, and so we started working together, and that's when we really. Uh, hit it off. Jules was my first uh, introduction to us, uh, like small bands uh, at the time. Uh, you know, I was like maybe 17 years old and I didn't really know that you could be, you know, doing music and playing shows other than like in a big stadium, you know what I mean? And yeah. Jules was the band at the time and, you know. Not was, playing stadiums. No, 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 it's small <laughs> bars, but I didn't really know about that. And I was like, holy crap. So my first show that I went to other than like, you know, big music venue was Jules old band and I was kind of like wow this is sick like I wasn't playing much music at the time we kind of our friendship kind of grew from from there you know yeah so was it always like was there always a bit of you know music that kind of 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I think. Did there? I lose you? Did we lose you? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, no, you're still there. Um, was there always a kind of bit of, you know, music that connected you guys? I mean, like. Well, so when we were both hall monitors together, where our musical journey began, other than Sash coming to see me play with my old band, is uh, he came up to me with headphones. So I was putting together a band at, at, at the school that we were working at. And he goes, I, I didn't have a singer. And he gives me uh, earphones. He's like, yo, dude, I, I can sing if ever you're looking for the singer. And he, he gives me these headphones and he's belting out um, Elvis Presley's uh, Jailhouse Rock. And I'm listening, <laughs> I'm listening to it and I'm going like, holy shit. No way. I, I took him, I remember immediately, I was like, dude, is this you for real? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I listen and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're, you're, you're in. And then we did, we did that gig. We played like Iron Man. We played Come As You Are. We played, we played Other Side, I think. Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Day we Tripper. played, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Day Tripper hard. by the Beatles. Yeah. So it just worked. You just, you just guys, you guys clicked and been like that ever since. Um, well, I- I told him once at a bar, I, I, and don't forget, dude, we're we're seven we're seven years apart. So I'm sure yep. at, at some point in time, Sash must have been like, yo. I, I I came up to him and I was like, we're gonna be playing music together later on. I'm telling you this now, and mm-hmm. I don't know how that must have been perceived. I was or, just stoked, but I was like, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> like he had his thing going. Yeah, but because you know. I played in this other band, and so I'm. I play drums, and a big part of my identity is drums. My dad was a drummer. My uncle was a drummer. Like, I don't remember a time where I didn't consider myself to be a drummer. And so, with drums comes this weird kind of, you're just the drummer. You don't get writing credit for lyrics. You don't usually get writing credit for the music part. You're just playing a drum part. And that always, I thought, was unfair. And I don't know if you're aware, but like Guns N' Roses, Steven Adler at some point, he lost points uh, on the record, on the writing side. Um, I was a pretty big Guns N' Roses fan. Anyway, a a bunch of bands where you were like, the drummer was always a second class citizen. And I was like, I don't I don't like that. And so with Sash, what's cool is like not only did did he have a huge voice, but the fact that we get together and write together and, and, and have this be an, an equal part. Um, it's like, well, it's a team. Yeah. It's a team. It's, it's, it's like, you don't, you win a championship. It doesn't matter if you were the backup goalie, the, the main goalie, if you scored a goal, if you play defense, like you win the championship or you don't, there's no half measure. Yeah. So that, that, that's actually a huge founding part of, of the band. I was like, you know what? I can never play in a band with someone who has not played team sports. And so here I am with Sash, everyone that we've, you know, worked with, I think as a band, we've tried to work with people who understand what it's like to work as a team, you know, mm-hmm. in the sports sense. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, man, I mean, I, I resonate with that a lot. So um, the first, I mean, I'm, so I'm 30 now. I mean, the first 23, four years of my life was all sports. 
uh, I was a, you know, I played sports. Uh, and then after college, I coached high school and then I coached college for years, a graduate assistant, this, that football. Um, but I've, and, and it's, it's nice to hear that from, from a music, from a band. Um, cause you know, usually there's, there's like the stigma about sports guys and stuff, you know, with bands and like people in music sometimes don't like sports people for whatever reason. Um, and I mean, I, you know, I get it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, but I just, you know, it's the stereotype that people don't like, like the dumb jock stereotype who is absolutely a guitar player. And the, yeah, but at the same time, like something wow. to me, it's just, well, fuck that. I, we're going to do us, you know? I yeah. Mean, you know, it's not the, it's not the like, oh, I'm like fucking, you know, playing rock music, fucking tough guy shit. It's more the, the whole aspect of like, you know, when you when you play team sports, you learn to work as a team, like we were saying, and, you know, you and it's to take those those values from sports and applying them to other facets of your life, music being one of them. And, you know, realizing how how, you know, crucial it is to be, you know, if you're in a band, you want, you know, for us, it's both of us. But if, it, if you're multiple, it's all of you to feel yep. like playing a role and playing a part. For a bigger, you know. I love that. I love that, man. Yeah, I I try to do the same with you know the Mid Park platform and and just you know the people that are following and and the bands that I work with and you know I just it's a community, it's a team. Like none of us are getting to where we want to go alone. That's for damn sure. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has help. You know, you've got to give people credit. You've got to shout people out and not because you know you 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 want attention because you want to you want to help other people you know you want to i don't it is know a line that's hard but you know uh, with, with the whole sports thing you know with sports what i find interesting is it's a there's a clear-cut goal that everyone uh abides by the rules and yep and you put the ball through the hoop, that's this many points. And at the end of this quarter, you cumulative. Okay, at the end of the game, there's a winner, there's a loser. Um, in in sports, it's like you have to be the player and the coach and the ref, and you're the one kind of in, setting in up the boundaries. Sorry? In music. Oh, in, what did I say? In sports. In sports, sorry. In music, yeah. Okay, I got you. All of those things. And that in and of itself is hard to do as, as an individual let alone yep. when you when you add other people and expectations and whatever. So I think that sports mentality brings the communication of like, so what are we trying to do? And oftentimes you don't know what it is that you're trying to do, especially as you're just feeling what you're feeling. So it only tends to make sense in retrospect, but there's so much love and trust that goes into it. And you're not competing to crush an opponent. It's you're crushing yourself individually and then crushing yourselves as a team to be to better your own selves and and again with sports like you want to be on a bill where you play after a band that played so fucking well that you're going like holy shit they lit a fire under my ass and now i need i gotta do the same that's what you want you don't want to be the best band on a bill because everyone else sucks like you want everyone to be on their a game you're an all-star or you're not, you know? Yep. Well, dude, I'm, we could go on and on. We could do a whole podcast just <laughs> on this topic. Um, yeah, I, 
I, I, I love it, man. I really, I agree wholeheartedly. And um, yeah, we'll talk about that more. Um, let's move to the music itself. Uh, so as we record this episode, it is Wednesday, August 31st. Uh, we are planning on having the episode out October 1st. Um, so by the time the episode comes out, your new album that is going to be coming out here as we talk in a couple of days will be about a couple of weeks old. Um, but you know, what, yeah, I mean, tell us about the album. I know you've got that. You just, uh, you've got a whole set of singles you've been releasing over the last few months, um, with, I think the most recent one, at least it got your pretty face in July. Um, yeah. Tell us about it. About the release or about the album? Uh, let's say the uh, the album itself. You know, just uh, I guess the making of the album, what it's about, you know, and its importance to you guys, and what you hope people will get from it. That's a mighty good question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's actually like four questions. It's like four questions in one. To start, to start from the very top, the recorded uh, the the record was uh, recorded about a a little over a year ago. So we did like a four-day uh, recording in this uh, studio that acts usually is used more as like a rehearsal place. Uh, so the record was recorded in a, you know like one big room, uh, and some of it was recorded live, uh, you know, off the floor. And then we did some overdubbing. So that whole process was very intense, four days. Uh, uh, but really cool to all be working in the same room versus, you know, when you're in a studio, sometimes you'll have like different rooms and then the guy in the control room, you know, now it's like everybody was in the same room and this. Who, I think I lost you briefly again, or signal there for those of you that are listening, isn't the greatest connection, but, uh, they've been coming back every time. So we'll wait, we'll wait till you come back here uh faces are back okay are you can you hear me yeah cool so uh when you cut off you were just talking about everybody in the studio and yeah well so we were working in the studio with you know a, a, one big rehearsal space so that was a really cool process and then you know went into the mixing over uh, a few a couple months and now um uh leading up to the release you know it's it's been a to us, it feels like a long time coming because, you know, it's been a year that we've been working on this record sure. or, you know, kind of sitting on it and then slowly trickling out singles, which is uh, exciting. But uh, you always, you know, you're also looking forward to giving out the, the entity, you know. Yeah. Sharing now, that. you say um, everybody is a, is a term you just used. You know, there's obviously Jules and Sash. Um, who is everybody though? Uh, what, what, what was, uh, what was everybody? What was the, in the studio? Oh, in the well, studio. we had, uh, we had, um, the guy, uh, our buddy, uh, Dave, he's the one who recorded the record. Um, and then our manager Lenny was, uh, you know, there most of the time, just, uh, helping out and giving us some, some, some feedback. And we had a, a guy filming as well. Um, Johnny too. Yeah, so we had a, you know, some people coming in and out. I mean, the record is all done by ourselves, uh, the the playing part, you know. Yeah, uh, of course. But uh, yeah, so we had a few people in there uh, uh, during the process, which was cool, you know. Yeah. Everybody played a role. Now I think by this point I've got, 
I've been able to make sense. I'm assuming, Jules, you are drums and Sash, you are vocals and guitar? Yes. Correct. So do you guys have, uh, do you track bass at all in your in your albums, your songs? So in this one, it's the first time that we decided to, uh, so you, okay. <laughs> We're a live based band. Like our true persona and I should add that my my music, you know, I, I love music. I know music, I you know, but like my technical knowledge is like, I mean, as good as so, this wall over here. That's so, so the thing with, we're two, one of the most common things that we get after we play a show is, holy shit, it felt like you were five. And I think it has to do with the fact that because we're two, we try to make sure that we fill in a lot of, the sonic space uh and when you're doing it live it's so reckless that it's like it's kind of overwhelming and uh in a good way you know it's like you're you're being pummeled with sound and you're like what where is it coming from yeah and sash live on top of it has a huge voice and so it's just like we play a lot with since we're only two we play a lot with trying to suck the air out of the room because you, it, it, you realize that all of this music, all of the sound is coming out. Like if you stop, if you stop, there's no more sound in the room. So when, when you're recording, sometimes it, it's, it's tough to, to recreate that, to recreate that. And the bass, funnily enough, a lot of people are like, well, why don't you have bass? And it's not, I think a la base, we don't have bass because it's the chemistry between both of us that's that's what's cool was the driving force to start of the band but on this record which is our third record we're starting to realize that okay there's the live aspect but then there's the actual you know listening to this in your car and if you're trying to go for radio you need the low end you need to have that that visceral aspect and interestingly enough it neither of us play bass so it it's it forces us to kind of communicate between both our instruments and i have to kind of sing out what i hear and sash too and it and bass is very uh it's it's the rhythm section so it's an extension of me on drums but it's also an extension of sash so it's the first time we 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 separated the guitar from the bass yeah the guitar from the bass because usually sash will just play with a low end like when you're strumming, it also comes out, the same thing you're strumming comes out through a bass amp, so you get the low end. But now we separated the, both of them. So it's like it's almost like the first time you can hear us like, try that out. Yeah. So we did, <laughs> record, a, we did record a separate bass track for, the, for this record, uh, but it actually wasn't recorded with a bass. It was recorded with a guitar and an octave pedal uh, into a bass amp. Um, yeah. But uh, it gives it a lot of uh, that thickness. Yeah, <laughs> the thick freakness. <laughs> Very cool. That'll be something to listen to. I'll listen for, I guess, uh, when when the album comes out. And um, yeah, I mean, I was I I was listening to your last few singles before we came on here, and I certainly didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. You know, in a ba- in a good way. I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't like I yeah, it wasn't lacking bass, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, it was all good, man. Um, what, uh, in terms of, you know, you're talking about 
playing live and whatnot. Um, and I know you mentioned you got one in September, but by the time this comes out, it'll be October. Um, do you know of any shows or anything you've got going on in October or November or anything? Uh, not yet. I think one of the tough things about being entirely independent, like in that bio that you read out to us, the us fighting to get our rights back. Like we, we were, we, oh, whoa. Are you still there? I'm still here. Yes. <laughs> the, you're, your you're screen like, is you're like green. all green. Hang on. Can you hear me though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a picture. Take a picture. Oh, I got it. it. it <laughs> my back. Dude, that was so that was crazy. crazy. That was a glitch, man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still here. Uh, but yeah, we're, we um, so we do not have um, any shows booked currently for uh, October and November. Uh, but like Jules was saying, it is difficult since we don't have uh, we're all independent at the moment. And uh, so we're booking our own shows as we go so we're we'll definitely have stuff come october november but at the at this time uh, we do not we we want to try to come to uh, the state so we started a radio campaign which is pretty sweet um because they're doing uh the us and canada and it's nice to see it's a college radio campaign um and it's nice to see which colleges are listening and reacting to the record and then trying now to kind of maybe book tours around that, you know? But, yeah. Uh, so you're saying you can – is the song, like, going out on different radio stations across the states or what? Like, how does that work? The record is. You you, the, you, you give it to a tracker. And yep. uh, college radio, the way it works is you don't give them singles. They they work the, the record the way they want to work the record meaning they'll pick whatever songs that speak to them and and let that uh, play out. And um, But what's cool is you get to see who's spinning it and who's liking it and, and then uh, kind of building a relationship with the people from the college radios. And I yeah. feel like college students, I'm realizing more and more, I think college students is a good group of people to try to speak to um because a you're still partying which is a huge part of the sound of the band you know like ultimately we want to pack a room and rock out and have people go like holy shit and then you you're all sweaty everyone's sweaty and mm-hmm. you're going like oh shit that was crazy a good time oh that was a good time yeah the good time right. both were here um but it's also i find a, a point in time where people are kind of thinking more and you're 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 faced with drugs more you're faced with uh weird interactions and what you want your dreams like who you were as a kid where you want to go further down the road and and just i think as a band especially this record it speaks a lot uh about who your inner voice is and becoming friends with it as opposed to hushing your voice I'm realizing that that is probably a central theme to the record. to the record is like how do you become friends with yourself to be comfortable with yourself to be yourself and then you know find someone to ride with and find someone to 
Oh, brief disconnection again. I'm Kevin, back. Are you You're there? back. I'm here. Cool, cool. We, it's like every five minutes we got a little brief connect, disconnection, but yeah, not going to what it comes All back. Right. Um, no, I, 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 and that's very interesting. I did not know. So is that a like? Uh, I would assume you have to pay for this college radio campaign. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that off the off the recording. I'd, I'd love to learn more about that. Um, but that's very cool. And I think, you know, your, your, you know, idea of what you're trying to do with, you know, actually interacting with people who are listening and, and, you know, you're not just sending it out there to the masses, you know, hoping some random person sees it. I mean, it's, it's targeted and it makes sense. Well, well we're got, trying, we're trying to we're, sharpen how to target, you know, we were just saying sometimes it's hard, you know, the, the art separating the artistic process from the business process mm-hmm. is sometimes very tedious, especially when you're independent. Independent doesn't mean that, um, you, you know, independent means that you do or you try to do everything. But the thing is, if you're alone, you can only do it to the best of your ability. And, and what we are trying to tell people is we're not doing it because we don't want to collaborate with people. We're doing it because we need to keep moving regardless if yeah. there's a well you know, said. We need to keep moving. We want like, to keep moving forward regardless if there's people there to, to help or not. You know? Yeah. It feels like over the pandemic too, we've uh, we've we've grown a lot in the sense of I think we've shed a lot of our uh, naivety. I don't know if you know that word, like to be naive. Yeah. Oh yeah. You expect like, oh, it, you'll be taken by the hand to the promised land. It's like, no. And unfortunately, I don't want to sound pessimistic or, but like most people are out there to take advantage of what you know and what you don't know. So if you don't, if you don't ask questions and try to cover your own app and not cover, but like, you need you need to step into it. You just need to step into who you are if you want to make it in music. It's like sports. You don't just fucking walk on and be, become a you know top tier NBA player. You, yeah. you put in the work. Yep. I'm with it, man. Um, what are the flamingos pink? What is that? Where did that come from? <laughs> I'm realizing. So okay, let's let's do this. Let's flip this around. What animal do you think you – okay, what animal would you like to be, and what animal do you actually think you are? What animal would I like to be? Yeah. Um, do you think you are actually – I mean, dogs have a pretty good life, man. I mean, they get fed. They get petted. They sleep wherever the fuck they want. Um, they get to poop, pee, you know, anywhere outside. <laughs> um seems pretty good i'd be i'd like to be a dog mm-hmm. um what i think i am yeah. <laughs> like a fucking sloth <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh something that moves real slow um uh, i that's just also kind of for comedic relief there but um yeah <laughs> i don't know that's a good question i'd have to think about it yeah well, again, with the retrospect, like sometimes now at this point in time, 
a lot of people get hung up on the animal aspect of the band. <coughs> and I don't particularly like flamingos, you know what I mean? But but they're as an animal, but I think that they're cool in the sense that I think birds are are cool. They they dance, they flock together, they they just you know, anybody can be a flamingo um, and and just, you know, anybody who feels weird dance. enough to kind of be, like, because flamingos, they stick out. They definitely stick out. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're more weird than they are cool. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And they do their dance and they do their thing. They, they do their dance, do their thing. And that's why they're pink. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, they they're just chilling i mean anytime i've ever seen a flamingo they're just sitting there chilling yeah it's, it's party time you know everyone in their pools and instagram oh my god i'm on this flamingo in a pool it's like yeah fuck out of here man these flamingos are rocking out fly, all right? <laughs> i like it i like it but, uh, but our um our logo is a is a panther or a jaguar i forget if it's a panther or a jaguar panther. it's a panther which confuses people. But I yeah. find that we're back to the whole, what animal do you think you are? What would you like to be? Maybe we'd like to be a panther, but we're flamingos, which is still cool. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you could just be the, the, the pink panthers. Well, okay, so check this out. The flamingos pink panther. Ah, <laughs> the, that's the ultimate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I dig it, man. Um. <laughs> Who, not just who, I guess, but like what or what bands or um, are your inspirations for playing? Um, I know, you know, you know, you mentioned some there in your Spotify bio. Um, I know, Jules, you were talking about your dad being a drummer. Um, yeah, I guess for both of you, kind of where does the whole music thing start in your life? Uh, well, in terms of like. Actually, you know what? When we first met, like we were talking about, and first hanging out, uh, Jules introduced me to Red Hot Chili Peppers' Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which we were really uh, bonded over. I, I didn't really know that record at the time, and I remember, you know, listening to it over and over for, you know, a good few years like uh, (laughs) crazy and just like connecting on that and there's so much to dive into on that that record and then and then as our our friendship progressed the amount of you know time that you spent together well we'd always listen to music and you know our our sort of we always gravitate towards uh, music that is very raw um passionate you know, that, you know, feels, you know, t- tangible almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're definitely, you know, huge fans of, you know, the White Stripes, uh, you know, the the Stones. Uh, well, like a lot of the bands that we mentioned that Spotify bio definitely are huge influences. The New York Dolls because of the, the, the dirty punk rock. Mixed with, with glamour, yeah. At at the time, you know, it's like it. it there's something visceral in, in it, you know. Like you, 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 what what you listen to, you hear the room, you hear mm-hmm. the air, you hear the air, you mm-hmm. know. And, and it's uh, it's uh, it's just something like that 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 
tangible aspect I think is what we kind of bonded on early you know yeah it's it's the it's someone playing an instrument and just like you know rage against the machine was a huge one too like bonding over that and just the 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 raw power of you know those records that they put out and you know not only sonically with you know how freaking heavy it sounds but also groovy it is Mm -hmm. and then lyrically it's so rich you know so so you, you know and you know same thing with the white stripes you know or jack white you know it's he says music is what rhythm storytelling and melody and melody you know and to sort of incorporate that into what we do has been something that we've tried to you know accomplish and ultimately whether you like it or not to you're influenced by the things that you listen to and that you love you know I think that's what led us to record. So we try to always record everything that we do different from the last time, just so that you kind of build, but, but learn on, on why something worked, why something didn't work. I'm talking now specifically recording wise. And Mm -hmm. um, I think the fact that even regardless of the pandemic, and how everything was like shut down and whatever, like we we would really practice, we would demo and then practice something and get to the studio and then do it as as quickly and efficiently as we could, which I think builds on how quickly we can, uh, you know, communicate both musically and uh, in, in actually in a recording setting. Um, so it's always been run and gun. And so that's that visceral part. You know, I think a lot of. Ah, we had one one more disconnection before we before we end. I got your spot, though. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I know they're coming. There we go. All right. We're back. There you go. <laughs> so you were saying the visceral part. Um, yeah, so it's tough to actually capture the visceral part of a band on tape, right? Because you, you got a click going, you're, you're in a controlled environment. So it's almost like you need to, there's the punk rock that, that is in you and you need to learn to kind of turn the valve on and off, like full throttle and not. And that's, I think, how we've been learning to incorporate that sucking the air out of a room live how do we do that in the in the recording and it's just it's it's just you know you you, you become a, a lightning rod for all this tension and emotion and just open it up it's uh it's honestly it's it's quite the process i i it's one of the times where i feel the most locked in you know it's like you you you, you and a lot of hard discussions happen too, you know, because you get frustrated. Like I, I just remember Sasha's Sash can be quite intense, which is why we're a rock band. That intensity and and when you get into your head because you're trying to do something, it's not working, and you're going like, "Fuck!" Like, why is this not working? And everyone's looking at me, and I'm looking at myself, and I want to make the best. I want to make this the best I can. And, and and I say this to, of you, but there's there's me too. You remember like I know. a head full of gold, like getting so pissed, and you want it. It's hard, man. It's hard to capture the live onto tape. Yeah, 
I'd like to throw out real quick. Uh, I know no people can't see the video. Um, Sash is going to need a new pack of cigarettes by the end of this interview. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Just chafing them away. Um, it is very clear that you guys have a very good relationship and, you know, that everything that you do, not even just musically, um, you know, the whole, you know, like you were talking about earlier, separating the creative, the music part from the business side. Um, you know, I think your whole outlook on things, it, it's very clear that, and I think it's, it's very indicative of a two person band. Um, I, I don't know a lot of two people bands, man. Honestly, that's probably the rarest number I would say. Like I know more solo bands, you know, and then, three and four and five but like two is hard because it's two you know possibly combating personalities but at the same time when you're like yourselves you know when you do compliment one each other uh one what the fuck am i saying one, one another, another. <laughs> so well um yeah i mean it's it's pretty clear and you know again and not only the music but everything that you've got going on you know you can and i've i've said this since i started doing this you know with local music 18 months ago uh i can very much tell when i come to a band's social media and you know they've actually got a plan they have an idea of what they're trying to go after um it's not just like random fucking posts you know about you know like a screenshot of their spotify album <laughs> um which is great and i'm not trying to shit on anybody man like everybody no. grows and everybody's learning things at different paces but um, I, you know, it's a very long winded answer to say, I think everything that you're doing is working and you should be very proud. Oh, thank you. That's very, very appreciated. Yeah. Uh, that was the most Canadian response ever. You guys were so thankful there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> now I know you were talking about, I wanted to ask this earlier. You both were talking about team sports and you mentioned Sash played hockey. Jules, is that what you were coming from as well? No, I played basketball. Okay, nice, man. Very cool. Are you Raptors yeah. fan or what? Nah, fuck the Raptors. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't. No reason. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but fuck the Raptors, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Raptors fan. My family, so. Are you a Raptors fan? You guys are fan? pretty. Oh yeah, I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Born in, and okay. not just because of LeBron. Like I've been born and raised. I was there with them yeah. in the shit days, Day man. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you, I mean, Montreal is like pretty close to like the the New England, you know, Boston, New York area. So my dad, my family, my dad's family is from Boston. They're Italian okay. um, from Boston. So my I, I was I was gonna very much assume you were either Italian or Greek or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Greek myself, so I mean, I can see it. Oh really? So I'm oh, yeah. half I'm half Italian, half Egyptian. There you and, go. Uh, so my Egyptian family emigrated from Egypt to California. Uh, so most of my uh, mom's side of the family is in California. And then my dad is, is actually born. So my mom was born in Egypt, but my dad is born in Boston of a, an Italian background. And they both okay. met in Montreal. So my American side is like our, my American side is more developed than my english canadian side so you you kind of it, it, yeah. it's a weird thing kind of growing up but yeah all this to say fuck the raptors <laughs> um, right 
coming back around. Like, Fuck the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Celtics fan. I used to be a Celtics fan, but like, like I see again. He's a Lakers fan. Okay, well check this. So Montreal Canadiens. You can't go from Celtics to Lakers. Well, I ve- he sure did. You, he sure I did. sure will. Because, <laughs> well, I'm both. Like, I'll wear a Lakers hat, but I'll wear like green underwear because you got to remember where you're from. But yeah. I'm, it, 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 it's both. The same way the Bruins and the uh, the Canadians hate each other. So I used mm-hmm. to show up with Bruins jerseys, but people do not like Boston here. So I, I guess I was always like, you know what? I liked I liked the Bruins as a kid, even though you're not supposed to as a you're not supposed Canadian to here. You're it. not so, supposed to, so so people I, there it, don't like Boston. No, 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 no. Well, for sports really? now. And right, Montreal, yeah. people, Montreal people, sports people don't like Toronto. So the fact that now all kinds of people are on, I'm glad that the Raptors have given awareness to the sport. But everyone who's like, oh, we the North, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That that's all. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, I'm um and Drake and all that. It's just like I don't like that whole thing. But yeah, but that's... I did. I'm happy for them winning a championship. I think, uh, you know, uh, give credit where credit is due. I think that that was great. I'm happy yeah. for them, especially like, since they beat the fucking Warriors. Is, really is not. The... Other than that, Jules is pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, um, no, that's that's all. That's, that's all interesting to know, man. I um, I've never, I don't know if I've ever heard a perspective from a Montreal. What do you what what do you call it if you're from Montreal? A Mon- Montrealin, Mon- Montrealite. A lost soul. Oh, <laughs> Montrealer. <laughs> Montrealer. There we go. Um. Yeah. To wrap it up, guys, what is the best way to support the Flamingos Pink? Um, do you guys have website, merch, social media, Spotify, whatever? What's uh, where can people show their well, support? So we are we are printing uh, the next record, Free Living, on vinyl. It's not Sweet. here yet. Everything is uh, taking a bit longer than anticipated, as is tradition. I was just say I don't I don't know many local bands uh, who've got their physical copies before they release. Um, you try to, but it, it everything yeah. And, and you have to you, you know it's months in advance. I you know another learning point is realizing okay when you release stuff you really you really especially well when you release music you really need to have your your shit in order. Um, as you release, you know, like you need to, you need to have it beforehand, but we're impatient. And I think that's the nature of, of us. But anyway, I think, I think we've done a, a better job this time around than, than uh, we're growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You learn, yeah. man. You learn. Yeah. yeah but, but I mean, buying merch, uh, just connecting with us and, and uh, well, like the music itself is available on all platforms. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, supporting us through uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever is uh, always appreciated. And feel free yep. to reach out. We're always stoked to just talk to people who are stoked about music or anything. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's why I, I was so stoked about this, because you look like you really enjoy music and and talking about music. And I, and I find that the when you meet people that that are stoked to talk about music, you just feel 
less alone because sometimes it feels like, yo, are we crazy? Like just going <laughs> so deep. No, I, uh, oh, we did, we got cut out again. One more time, huh? At this point, I know you guys are just going to be back in like five, 10 seconds. So, all right, there you go. Yes, you are not crazy. Um, no, I think. Sorry, go ahead. I apologize. No, you, no apologies necessary, man. You're all good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just to echo what I think you're about to say. Music is a big connector. And I mean, I, 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 and that sounds so fucking cliche, you know, because everybody's like, yeah, music connects people with this, that, but it does. It, it really does. And, you know, when you really take it to heart and, um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that I take away from your guys here and, and, you know, just your overall, uh, attitude, I think in a good way, you know, towards what you've got going on, going back to the, you know, being a part of team sports thing. I mean, it's huge. You know, you have a, a very, uh different perspective than a lot of bands i've spoken with but again i mean that in a good way um and i don't mean it in a bad way against the other bands it's just you've got something unique and i think yeah i think you got yeah exactly you know and and you guys know how to work what works for you best and that's what's important um and again i I i said it earlier it's very reflected in the work that you're doing so you know i i I try to ever since ever since I had a conversation with um, Act Casual, uh, Danny from Act Casual is a jam band from Detroit. Uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, but he he said something to me that really stuck with me, and it's it's not about this is what he said is it's you know it's not about those times you know on Instagram or something you know where you post something and it gets like hundreds of likes, or it's not about when a new song comes out and it goes viral for two weeks and you get a bunch of streams. You, you, you know, those are great. Those wins along the way. Um, but it is, it's consistency. It is just consistency and growth over time. And if you continue to be confident in who you are, you know, be just steady with everything that you're doing. I, and again, I think all this sounds kind of cliche, but it's super true, man. Like it, it, it ain't about, true. yeah, you can't get like super, super gung ho about the win or the losses, you know, the, you know, you can't get beat up if somebody doesn't listen to a song as much as you want them to, or, you know, th- you know, you, you exactly. Okay. What'd exactly. you do? It's game tape. What'd you do? Well, what could you do better? Uh, what didn't work and how, how can you do improve. it again and improve? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that, man. I, yeah, we, we could go on and on about it. Um, and I, and I, I mean, I definitely follow a lot what you've been doing and, and uh, I find it really cool that you're, it's not easy to talk about mental health and it's not easy to talk about suicide specifically like uh, the, the, uh, I guess it's suicide week or, or months or. Yeah. That's coming know. up this, this coming week. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's, it's been uh, it's been an intense couple of, of weeks for us too. We we learned of the passing of a friend of ours and and uh, you know through suicide and 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 it's a subject that is very taboo and I think especially after the the three years that have just passed and and just the nature of the business of music it's it's such an it's such an intense thing that I think a lot of us feel and we're afraid to talk about and i think that 
at least trying to talk about it and talk about our feelings and connect with people, it makes you just feel less alone. And hopefully, even if it's just one person that feels like, huh, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not alone feeling this. That that helps. And and just knowing that, I think, is something that... Uh, well, that's important. That's ultimately part of what we do as well as it. It, it, it certainly feels like it comes through for, for us in our our music we don't shy away from being vulnerable and in our lyrics sharing to ourselves you know just as as friends foremost you know where it's like to, to know that i have a brother and jewels that i can go to and be extremely vulnerable and you know share yep. my deepest insecurities and 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 hardships and and know that i i, I will be listened to and that to understand that you're not a burden to the people that truly love you and that you love is something very difficult to do, but that ultimately is so important, you know? Yep. Because, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, hard to, to, to understand. It's one thing to know it, and it's another thing to understand it. And, uh, you know, hopefully, and ultimately, like, like Jules said, it's like, it's great. The best way to, to to evolve is to just talk about it. Open. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate that and I appreciate you guys sharing that. I mean, I, and I you know very sorry about your friend. Um, that's uh, yeah, man. I I try to again, you know, another thing that I heard from somebody once and that has always stuck with me. This was a long time ago. Um, but your your brand or in your case and everybody else that follows me um your band your brand slash band is who you are as a human that's how you build you know a genuine community and following people who are actually interested in in the things that you are you know also interested in and, and, and are important to you um it's not about building numbers it's not about going immediately after streams it's not about being popular. It's not about any of that. I mean, all of that comes with things as you grow, but that's not why you do it. And, you know, you, you want to see yourself growing. You want to see yourself getting more followers, uh, getting more streams, not because again, you want to say, I've got all this or that, but because every stream that you see, you know, that there's somebody that could be connecting with a song that you just created that might save their life. Yeah. Um, you just made, you know, an Instagram post and that might lead somebody to your music for the very first time and then and then your music might change their life i mean it's um you know again these are all very cliche things that we talk about uh but it's the truth and we get it we get it again like we get it a yeah. lot live where people come up to us and we we are so thankful people come up to us and say like yo that was crazy that felt really good and most yep. of the time people say like it's you can you can see how much fun you guys are having doing what it is that you do that it's yep. contagious and and that i mean that's that's worth it that means that you know then let's do it again you know let's do it again yep no doubt guys well anyway, that, i hope we'll make it out to uh to ohio i i would love to i have family in ohio so yeah maybe. i would love you to come here because as we're all as we're being vulnerable you know i have i don't know if you've seen my instagram stories uh i have a dui and I can't come to fucking Canada. I'm not allowed. Well, let's let's make it happen. We'll to come see you. Yeah, that's what's wild, man. I just learned that recently. Like when you have a DUI in the states, that 
Canada will not allow you. Did you know that? Yeah, I have I have cousins who have DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's wild. Shit's yeah. wild, man. Uh, but yeah, can't drink and drive. That's my own mistake. But again, man, it's being vulnerable. It's part of life. We all fuck up. You know, nobody's perfect. I, like I have to say, I, I like how you deal with it. I think I think that technically, yeah. hey, nobody's fucking perfect, and we have all no. had our fair share of fuck ups. Absolutely. You know, and that's 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 the way we grow, man. That is Sash Jules of the Flamingos Pink from Montreal, Canada, guys. It was a great, great conversation. Yes, the Flamingos. Do Flamingos fly? As, a, as they, do they fly? I don't even know. They fly so high. Okay, I just I, don't, I know I've seen them. You know, they stand majestically. Yeah, uh, but they fly. <laughs> I'm gonna go look that up now. Flamingos flying. Um, guys, I appreciate it. It was a fantastic conversation. Yeah, thank you, thank you very so much. much. No doubt. And that is that, my friends. Um, you know, like I said, I, I I hope that you can genuinely tell. You know, what a great conversation we had. And and I don't say that, I mean that at any different point. You know, with all of these conversations, truly, um, there's always just a little extra thing. I think when I connect with somebody who's got sports, you know, that background, uh, it's awesome. You know, it's it's something I always will remember and connect with. And you know, that's me. I know, no, it's not for everybody and whatnot, but uh, that's something that I definitely take away from this. And uh, I am a big, big fan of Flamingos Pink going forward, and uh, I have been for a while. But uh, obviously, since we met there and going forward, can't wait to see and just continue to support them and all of the things that they've got going. Um, I'm not gonna, yeah, keep going on a whole lot more. We're gonna go ahead and listen to I don't care. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, to Free Living. Uh, so we listened to I Don't Care at the very beginning. We listened to uh, Hello Bye Bye. And now we're going to go ahead and listen to Free Living. So Free Living was the very first single that was released ahead of the Free Living album. Uh, so Free Living, the single, was released uh, back in March of 2022. And now, of course, we've got the whole album out now, uh, September of 2022. So make sure you check out the album there. But um, like I said, Free Living, the single here is what uh, we're going to hear on the way out. Fantastic song as well, of course. You know, again, I could go on and on about uh, how much respect I've got for these guys and, and just, um, you know, w- what I truly feel from them. Like I said, it was a great conversation. And you could tell that uh, they're, they're just they're passionate guys. They've got a lot of good stuff going on. And, yeah, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop having a love affair now. Um, so we uh, make sure you check out uh, episode. Actually, I haven't even gone over the whole schedule yet. Wow. Um, so we got uh, the whole schedule through October, you know, pretty well set for the podcast here. Uh, so, well, not pretty well. We do. Uh, so the Nile Club from Milwaukee will be this Monday, the 3rd, and then Perfect Candidates uh, for Chicago. They'll be Thursday, the 6th. And, of course, you can catch all that uh, schedule will be on Instagram, I believe, uh, either today or tomorrow on the Mid Park Instagram. But you can check that out. But, all right, I'm done here. Go ahead. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Your fall weekend is freaking October. That's nuts. Um, but, yeah, crazy. Appreciate all of the support that everybody's uh, continuing to give for the Mid Park platform. Uh, to the Flamingos Pink here as well. Support them any way that you are able. All of the links are in the podcast description there. Again, my name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Mid Park Music Podcast. This is Free Living by the Flamingos Pink on the way out. Thank you, as always, for tuning in.